Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from Penny Magic. I'm Matt Mills, and from Natalie and I, we just wanted to say thank you to everyone who read and listened to Volume 1 this fall. As our way of saying thank you, we decided to record a special episode, a kind of Penny Magic Christmas special, if you will, with three extra short Christmas stories. But first, a quick note on what's next for us. Ever since we finished Volume 1, people have been asking us, when will Volume 2 come out? And will it also be fairy tales? We're excited to let you know that right now we're hard at work on Volume 2, which will also be 10 stories over 10 weeks, and will release sometime this coming spring. The theme of Volume 1 was fairy tales for grown-ups, but Volume 2 will have its own unique theme. But don't worry, because the stories will all still exist somewhere on the border between magic and reality. And like always, we hope each story will help you take a break from your everyday life and step into a fictional world you've never visited before. So look for Volume 2 coming soon. In the meantime, if you've been enjoying this podcast, we'd really appreciate it if you'd be willing to leave us a rating or a review, or share this podcast with your friends. We're just starting out, and every little bit helps. Thank you, and happy holidays. Now for a Penny Magic Christmas special, three very short, wintry stories. We hope you enjoy. Story number one, Aaliyah and the Christmas Train. Aaliyah was alone on the train platform in the cold. Her winter coat was buttoned to her neck, her fuzzy hat pulled almost to her eyes, but still she stood there, shivering. It was evening, and the wind was blowing the snow in sideways. She could hardly feel her toes. Just then, from down the track, she saw lights. Relief filled her. She had been waiting for a long time. But as the lights drew closer, she saw it was not her train. It was a train of an altogether different sort. Instead of sleek metal, it was made of brick, with ivy climbing up the sides. It came rushing towards her, puffing out steam, and as it chugged by, the brakes squealed and she caught a glimpse inside the windows. Inside each car was a hearth and a fireplace. In front of the fireplace was a big, comfy leather chair and a warm rug, and a Christmas tree. The trees glittered with ornaments, red, blue, and silver. In one car, a young couple played with a little brown dog. In another were two little girls and their parents, drinking hot chocolate and playing Candyland. In yet another, an elderly woman sat reading Dostoevsky. The train stopped. From the front car, the conductor stepped out. He had a long, gray beard and leather gloves. When his boots hit the platform, he took a full, deep breath of the cold air and smiled at Aaliyah. You are Aaliyah, yes? Aaliyah stared at him, wide-eyed. Yes? I have something for you. Let me see. Ah, here it is. From inside the train car, he pulled out a box. It was wrapped in green paper with a red ribbon. Aaliyah took it. Just a little something to keep you warm, said the conductor. He smiled again, his eyes twinkling. Your train will be here shortly. Have a wonderful evening. Then he got back in the train and it started off again. Aaliyah watched until it had rounded the bend and disappeared. Then, heart beating fast, she opened the present. What was inside the box is not for us to know. Perhaps it was an old photograph or a favorite novel or a lost teddy bear. That memory is for Aaliyah and Aaliyah only. But if you are ever alone on a cold winter night, waiting for a train, 
you too may be visited by a brick steam engine with ivy climbing up the sides. Then you too will receive a present from the kindly conductor, and then you will know how Aaliyah felt. The present will not be magic, but whatever you see inside on that windy winter night will make warmth spread all through you, right down to your toes. Story number two, The Snow Sprite. Nathan was standing behind the school where the pine trees grew when the other kids saw him. He was looking into the branches with a faraway expression. In one mittened hand, he held out a butterfly net, and in the other, a glass of milk. Nathan, called a first grader, who knew everything. What are you holding that milk for? I'm trying to catch a snow sprite, said Nathan. He didn't turn around. They like milk because it's the same color as the snow. The other kids snickered at that. What are you talking about, idiot? shouted one. There's no such thing. Nathan didn't respond. A few kids threw snowballs at him, but then the parents started arriving and they lost interest. He's weird anyway, they said to themselves. When his mother came to pick him up, he was still standing there, looking out into the trees. That night, it began to snow. After dinner, when no one was watching, Nathan put on his coat and his boots and walked the four blocks back to school. The clouds were heavy in the sky, and the air was filled with big, round snowflakes. Nathan took his net and glass of milk and stood staring into the shadowy trees. He stood there for a long time, perfectly still. Then, twinkling in the moonlight, the snow sprites came floating out to meet him. They drifted through the falling snow, little round shapes with crystalline wings and furry blue bodies. One landed on the glass of milk, and Nathan could see it sniffing. He brought his net down. The milk spilled in the snow, and the other sprites vanished back into the forest. But there was one round blue shape buzzing in the net. Gotcha, Nathan shouted. He took a jar out of his pocket. But then he looked again. Inside the net, the little sprite's eyes were filled with terror. It was shaking all over, and its crystalline wings made a sound like wind chimes in a storm. Nathan looked back at the school, its windows dark. He could see the art room, with its watercolor paintings hung on the walls, and the science room, with the microscopes. The parking lot was empty, and in the playground, the chains of the swing set were rattling in the wind. The little sprite moaned and fluttered beneath his fingers. Nathan sighed. He lifted the net. The little sprite zipped away, vanishing into the trees. Nathan sat in the snow for a while, looking out into the forest, until the clouds parted and the moonlight shone on the white ground. Then he took his net and the empty glass and went back home. Story number three, The Spirits of Winter. There is a night that comes every year in Chicago when the spirits of winter pass through. No one ever knows exactly when it will be. Sometimes it happens in December, sometimes in January, but everyone can sense it coming. There is a feeling of expectation in the crisp air and the wind shifts over Lake Michigan. On that night, Children press their noses to cold windows in excitement, and grown-ups grow sleepy at work and head home early. The bars and the restaurants close their doors, and the cars clear off the street. For one night, the city shuts down. Then, all across Chicago, we all turn off our lights. There are no TVs flickering, no iPhone screens glowing. 
On that night, rich and poor alike stand at their windows, and then the spirits come. You can see them, but only dimly, through the wind and sleet and snow, outlines of men and women, crystal shapes holding blue candles. They float through the city on the wintry air, and around their feet run white foxes with burning white eyes. There are reindeer with them, or things like reindeer, and black owls dark as midnight. The sound of bells can be heard, and the scent of pine trees and bonfires and cinnamon. They come in a blizzard and leave in a whirlwind, and for one night the city does not belong to us. We watch and we are quiet, for on that night we remember that we are mortal. Then the haunted procession is over and the lights turn back on. There are football games on TV and Instagram feeds on our phones. Children complain about going to bed, and roommates argue about whose turn it is to do the dishes. We go back to ordinary life, and we try to forget the spirits of winter. But, in the back of our minds, we know that next year they will return. This has been Three Penny Magic Stories, written by Matt Mills and narrated by Natalie Mills. The Penny Magic Podcast is produced by me, Matt Mills. And if you've been enjoying it, we'd love it if you'd leave us a rating or review or share with your friends and family. From Natalie and I, we hope you have a happy holiday and we look forward to seeing you again in the spring for Penny Magic Volume 2.